Today, I'm super excited to welcome Adam Shibley to the Elevate Your Aid podcast. Adam, aka the PhD, previously heavy dude, is the host of the top-ranked fitness podcast, The Million Pound Mission. He reached a point in his life where he weighed 327 pounds and was already having weight-related health issues in his late 20s. He decided to overhaul his lifestyle and his fitness and ended up losing over 100 pounds. Feeling inspired, Adam took what he learned from his own transformation journey and created a boot camp program that produced over 35,000 pounds of results in his hometown of Bloomington, Indiana. Now Adam has set his sights on inspiring over 1 million pounds of healthy results through his podcast, coaching programs, and the Million Pound Mission Boot Camp. Before we get to that interview, I want to let you know that I have moved to a new website. You can now find me on chrismcpeak.com. That's K-R-I-S-M-C-P-E-A-K.com. And you can still get top 22 ways to 10 times your productivity, have more energy, get more done, and elevate your eight. So download the free guide today by going to chrismcpeak.com forward slash elevate. Up next, our interview with Adam. He is a podcaster, a gym owner, a transformational coach, and a trainer. Please welcome to Elevate Your Eight, Adam Shibley. Chris, what is up? I am fired up to be here. Uh, I'm I'm going to bring a little extra energy for this one. I think I I add a little extra dose of caffeine for you today. I am loving that, Adam. It is so exciting to have you on the show. Um, you're probably the coolest guest I've had to date, but I probably shouldn't say that because we're not supposed to have favorites. But um, it is a real honor and excitement and all kind. What do you call it? a podgasm? It's a podgasm to have the the PhD on my show today. Yes, I'm glad that we could achieve podgasm together, Chris. This is this is, this is special. <laughs> I won't tell your significant other if you don't tell mine. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, dude, let's get into your story. How did you go from being the PhD, and you'll have to explain that, to the incredible influencer that you are today right now? Yeah. So uh, about 12 years ago now, I kind of hit a, a life rock bottom moment. I weighed 327 pounds. I had $40,000 of credit card debt, unhappy in all the different angles of my life. And I basically, I sat down, I planted my feet firmly in the ground. And I decided for things to change, I needed to start making some changes. And I started to change in a positive way in a lot of different directions. And over a, uh, a five-year time span, I ended up losing over 100 pounds myself. I ended up just overhauling everything in my life. I, I got rid of $40,000 of credit card debt. I got married. I, you know, I lost that hundred pounds myself, but then I started helping other people lose weight, which led to a business opportunity. I formed my fitness studio, my boot camp. We ended up helping my hometown lose thirty-five thousand pounds over that same five-year span, uh, and just totally rehabilitated my life, and my lifestyle. So, um, using you know things like the law of attraction, affirmations, uh, just implementing tenaciously, and that's how I uh, I kind of came. To be known as the PhD, the previously heavy dude. That's that's my my call name on the Million Pound Mission podcast, and it's something that I'm. I definitely earned that PhD. I went through a lot. I put in the hard work, but now I'm teaching other people how to bridge that gap and be a little bit more efficient with their journey, and you know, not making any of the mistakes that I made along the way. You know, it's so cool that we have a life lesson that sort of 
I don't know, um, reinforces the calling, right? Um, and even if we didn't, if we didn't have a calling before, you have that, like you said, that rock bottom moment that just changes everything. And you go like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, I'm supposed to help people lose weight and feel healthy. And I feel like I'm supposed to help people come to terms with their work-life balance and managing their time. So, yes. um, and now we're spreading the word, which I love. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I've heard this story before because you told it on the Food Heals podcast. I think you told it on JJ Plazane's podcast and um, in the mastermind group that I'm part of. Your sort of five-year plan had um, a little bit of, what's the word, like routine involved yeah. in it. You did something every day to reinforce your five-year plan. Yeah, yeah. So this is... I hate to call it like a life hack, but it kind of is, that's kind of what it is. But I took affirmations to a different level and we talk about the law of attraction. And one of my favorite things to remind people of is that you can't spell attraction without action. And so I take the affirmation and I add implementation and action consistently on the other side of that. And I created this little statement that I call my lifestyle rehabilitation statement. It's one of the things that I coach people on. Cool. So I basically mapped out all my goals, as a lot of us do, like, here's what I want to achieve. But then I created affirmations out of each goal with a positive statement in present tense of not saying, I hope to lose 100 pounds. It was, I've lost 100 pounds and I feel amazing because I, I'm socially confident and comfortable in my own skin. So I added some reality to it and put it in present tense. And I basically, I read that every morning out loud every night out loud for five years. And that was my uh, action behind the law of attraction. And I implement tenaciously. That's my superpower. I don't give up on things like that. When I know that, you know, it's my life and my livelihood and my relationships that are at stake, that's super important. So I'm worth the effort and so are my goals. So that's, that's kind of the story of implementation uh, with that, that lifestyle rehabilitation statement and it paid off. I love that. So do you have a new one now that the first, the first five-year plan was solidified? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've kept it going and it's, it's served me very, very well. And I still do every morning, every night. And the morning session is, it's kind of like if you're standing in a dark hallway, the morning session flips the light on and I see what doors are open in front of me. If there are opportunities that present themselves, my, my, uh, the lights are on. I can see those opportunities. A lot of us head into the day and we just fall into things or we t totally miss opportunities because we're just, you know, in the abyss of our own mess in our head, you know, that, that, right. all that negative uh, conversation that's going on. So that's the morning flips the light switch on. It uh, sets the tone for the day. And then at night, it's accountability. Did I do anything to move the needle in the right direction in any of these areas? And if I didn't, I have to do something. I have to read a blog. I have to do a little mini workout, maybe do some stretching, uh, talk to someone, communicate with another human being that needs to be communicated with, send an email, send a text, anything like that. And anything that moves the needle in the right direction by the end of the day. So that's how I, I still book in my day. I set the tone and then there's accountability at the, at the back end. So that is pretty much like the penultimate morning and evening routine. If you think about it, um, you've set the tone for the day in the morning, you've turned the light on. And then at the end of the day, you sort of look back and say, what did I get done? And if I didn't get anything done, you got to, you know, seal the deal and go to bed feeling, you know, accomplished. I love that. That yeah, is just um, do something, just do something like that's the, uh, in my podcast, I talk about an analogy of chopping down a tree and 
the the goal is to eventually get the tree down, but it's not to get it down in one swing. And so mm-hmm. the real goal is to show up and swing every day. And someday you miss, some days you really get a good connection. Some days it's a little bit in between, but the goal, it's a, it's an attendance goal. It's a show up and put effort in. And that's the real important thing that a lot of people miss when they set goals and they're like, especially with weight loss, they're like, I want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days by my 30th birthday, because those are all the number 30. And that makes total, <laughs> sense, right? Uh, so instead, you know, and then if they only lose 28, they beat themselves up. So right. I'm more of like, okay, what did we do today to show up for that goal? That's the important thing. That's awesome. All right. So you do all this stuff. You own a gym, you host two shows. Um, you're an entrepreneur, you're a husband, you're a dad. What are your go-to time management and productivity secrets and strategies that the PhD uses each day? Well, Chris, I'm so glad that you brought this up because this is a topic that I don't get to talk about a lot, but I love talking about. Awesome. Awesome, indeed. Um, About seven years ago, I started doing a, I joined a program called Strategic Coach. Uh, You guys can check them out. They're online. It's easy to find them. And the first thing they did was teach me how to segment my days uh, into something called buffer days, focus days, and free days. And they made me book my free days 90 days in advance right off the bat. So it got intense because I was one of the entrepreneurs. At that point in time, I had worked myself into the hospital three different times. So, you know, lack of sleep, um, anxiety attacks, passing out, hitting my head on things, almost falling asleep at the wheel, like really intense stuff. And one of the negative things about being in fitness is that we work when other people don't work. So we're working very early and very late. And that if I'm doing everything myself, that, you know, runs into to burnout pretty quickly. So totally, I booked those free days where you are required. It's a 24 hour period uh, where you aren't allowed to do any work, thinking, reading, emails, text, nothing. Those are your days to recharge and do what you need to do. Uh, so investing in ourselves first. And then with the buffer days, those are more set up, uh, you know, set up the week, uh, set up marketing, set up advertising, get momentum going towards different things. And then my focus days, I do what I'm best at coaching, uh, creation, connection, live casting, podcasting, interviews, all that stuff. Those are my free days. So this allowed me to batch my work so that once I get in a flow, I'm in, I'm in flow and I'm very efficient, very effective. Like Wednesdays are for podcasting. This is when I get interviewed. This is when I interview people. This is when I'm loading up shows. This is all my brain does on Wednesday is podcasting nice. from 5.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And then I go get my kids and we play the rest of the day. And that's, that's awesome also. But being able to segment my life like this and my business has really worked wonders. And I track everything. One of my most important things that I track, it's not my income, it's my free days because that's, what the, ah. that's why I'm working. That is my true payout, right? Is that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care how much money you make if you never get to do anything that you enjoy or be who you want to be or live the life that you want to live. So every year, like this year, my, my free day goal is 120 free days. That means no, no business, no, one out of every three days, I am out. I'm checked out business-wise. I'm focused on me. I'm focused on my family. And when I come off of those free days, I'm super creative. I, my mind is clear. I'm more effective than I ever have been. And as you know, so many people are out there just burned out, burned to a crisp. They can't think efficiently. They can't act effectively. And they're you know at like 
25% effectiveness with their work that they could be taking time off and being right. way more effective than that. So that's been uh, kind of the big, the big shift that's helped me the most. I love that. Schedule your free days first. And do you find that you, so you said one out of every third day is a free day. Is it just sort of like the week flows into those or um, you're looking down the road like, oh, I'm going to take a week vacation and schedule my free days that way. So I've got some consistent ones. My, my normal go-tos pretty much every, uh, I, I shoot for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Sunday are free days. Okay. Typically. Every once in a while, I'll work a Friday for project, uh, just moving some projects forward. And then one Sunday per month, I'll work. I do hot seat calls with my clients, uh, just like one-on-ones and maybe some event stuff. So that takes care of most of them. And I do, you know, two to three week long vacations throughout the year that we plan, like spring break with my family, summer vacation at at my in-laws lake house, the Lake of the Ozarks and things like that. Uh, So that all batched together, some consistent weekly ones and then some extended vacations. That's that usually adds up, you know, a hundred plus for sure. Yeah. And honestly, even if you're somebody that works a nine to five, you know, you aren't the, the boss, you're, you're an employee. Most of those people have Saturday and Sunday off and you think there's 52 weeks out of the year. You should be doing a hundred free days. Just anyway. There. Yeah. 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 Like this isn't mad. Like, Whoa, a hundred, my God, that's amazing. Like you should be taking Saturday, Sunday off anyway. So that's quit right. bringing work home. You know, if you, so many people, like one of my clients I talked to, uh, I had to like bring out one of those like cartoon frying pans and just bang her over the head because <laughs> she was working through a 30 minute lunch break and two 15 minute breaks that are built in that she's not being paid for, not right. being paid for. She's choosing to not eat, to not recover, to not go for a walk and to not get paid also. And I'm like, this is the worst decision you could possibly make. I'm like, because then she gets home at night and she's breaking her diet because she hasn't eaten all day. She's starving, hitting the drive-through. So, you know, as, especially from that employee seat, like take advantage of the opportunities that are there. Don't feel the pressure uh, to over-serve your employer and you'll probably be a better employee by taking that time for yourself. It is so exactly true. And that is the Elevate Your Eight philosophy, hands down. Work eight hours, sleep eight hours, elevate the others, and then balance your weekends. So see- you're living, you're living the philosophy, my friend. Love it. Okay. Adam, I'm, I'm guessing that you probably constantly hear from clients and locals. Like, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to cook my own healthy meals. So how do you empower those folks to make time for fitness, make time to cook good food? Well, I th- that's another great question, Chris. And I think that we have to start simple. We have to get people some wins because they won't believe they can do it until they get that first small win. And what I say is like, all right, with me, when we look at, at sleep, nutrition and fitness time-wise, that's the the pecking order. Because Mm -hmm. if we are at lack of sleep, we don't make good decisions. We don't have effective workouts. We crash and burn our diet. We're hangry. So sleep Mm -hmm. is priority. All right. So if you have an extra 30 minutes, we spend it on sleep. If you need sleep, then the next one is nutrition. Uh, if you have that extra, you know, your sleep is good, but you have an extra 30 minutes, then we invest that in meal prep in grocery shopping into creating nutritional binary decisions of I, okay, I'm hungry. I can eat the thing that's already cooked. That's healthy. Or I can eat the, I can hit the drive through, but it's not what we don't want to have is the multi-step decision on the healthy side of that equation where, yeah, I want to eat the healthy thing, but what am I going to make? What ingredients do I need? Where do I go to get the ingredients? How long is that going to take? Screw it. 
Taco Bell. That's, that's what usually <laughs> happens. Uh, so investing that time and creating a binary decision, a simple decision with our nutrition. So if our sleep and our nutrition is good, then we invest that extra time in fitness. And a lot of people, they reverse that and like, I will give up sleep. I will not take time to meal prep and grocery shop, but I'll go to the gym six hours a week. But they crash and burn on their diet and they're like, well, why am I not losing weight? I'm spending six hours a week in the gym, but our hormones are all screwed up because our sleep yeah. isn't there. We're making terrible nutrition decisions and that outweighs all the hard work. And we get in our head and go, but I'm working so hard. And we start pointing the finger of blame outward instead of you know, accepting that responsibility and going, okay, we need to get all three phases of the game put together a little more effectively here. Uh, so I'd much rather see people, I, and I coach people on this all the time. I'm like, let's take a few hours off the workout schedule. I need grocery shopping day. I need meal prep, you know, a weekend meal prep. I need a, a little like crock pot mini meal prep during the week set ourselves up for binary nutritional decisions. And then we got to get that sleep. We got to get that sleep. Uh, so getting small wins. And if you guys are listening, think about where, where you're at, where you're good on those levels, start with sleep, then nutrition, then fitness. And if you have, you know, some shifting to do, then start doing it in small increments in just one area. Don't be like, I'm going to fix everything all at once because that usually doesn't work for us human beings. Elevators, hey, I wanted to let you know that I am moving to a new website. So just go to chrismcpeak.com to get all the skinny on what's going on with the podcast, my books, my mastermind groups, my Facebook group, all the cool things that I am putting out for you to increase your time management, productivity, and career things. That's chrismcpeak.com and the sucker is live now. So go check it out. Well, fair enough. That sounds great. I love the hierarchy and the binary decisions. It's sort of like the little angel is on one shoulder or like Jay and Silent Bob. So nasty Jay is on one shoulder and really nice sweet Jay is on the other shoulder. They're telling you, no, you need to go and eat a taco at Taco Bell or something. <laughs> they Chris, say I, I, I feel like we, wa- have, we grew up watching the same TV show. <laughs> we, we, I think maybe we did. I don't know. But it's good to have that um, pop culture connection. That stuff is really important to me for some stupid reason. And I'm like in a huge 24 hole right now, I have to tell you. I've gotten sucked back into season five. And um, yeah, it's just like taking over all of my free time, which in itself does not allow me to live the elevate your eight philosophy, but that's beside the point. Um, Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Um, All right. Here's the secret question. I ask this to everybody. Um, If for some reason we all woke up tomorrow and we had a 25th hour, oh my God, like what would you do with that special extra hour? Well, for me, it would depend what day it is. So is it a free day, a focus day, a buffer day? So if it's a free day, I'm investing that in in me and in my family. Um, With my typical Friday, uh, my little theme is Friday, my day. That means when the wife goes off to work and the kids go off to school, I, I can, I can watch 24 the whole day. If I want to, I can, I can watch, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a key for believer just like you are. And I I enjoy 24. I enjoy designated survivor. I'll just sit there and watch it all day. So that would be one option. Uh, if it's a buffer day, what I'm probably going to do buffer is all about setting up and clearing out the mess. So I'd probably attack the email inbox. I love, uh, using boomerang, uh, for my Gmail, I love hitting inbox zero and all my accounts. So I'd invest a little bit of time in that and really communicating with my community. I'm big on, I answer my emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, I communicate with podcast listeners. Uh, I DM people back on Instagram. So there'd be some communication there. 
Uh, if it was a focus day, I'd probably spend that time actually doing reaching out to people. One of my favorite things to do is I've got an app called Bonjoro that sends video messages, video emails, and it's super easy. I do it on my phone. It's actually easier than sending a regular email. Oh, but wow. I'll, yeah, I'll see somebody that downloads my free course and they've downloaded it like five hours ago and I will send them a video message going, hey, Chris, I just saw you downloaded this. I'm super excited for you to check it out. Just email me back if you have any questions about it and you use their name and they're like, how did, I, people are always like, how did he automate this? It uses my name. I'm like, I didn't automate this. I sent you a freaking video email. Uh, so it's a little connection point like that. That's how I would use my, uh, my 25th hour in each of those scenarios. That is so amazing. So you have the free day, the buffer day, and the focus day. Yep. You've got a different thing for every, every day if you get your 25th hour. That is the coolest thing I've heard like ever. Um, so clever. Uh, oh my gosh. I want to ask you so many more things, but that's not the basis of my show. I'm going to have to have you back. Um, yes. We're going to have to do this again. Um, never mind the fact that my listeners are going to download and listen to this over and over and over again because you have the best podcasting voice in the history <laughs> of podcasting.